posted on dimlywit.com. watch scooby-doo and the witch's ghost yeah we did that's the follow-up uh movies like so essentially what happened with these is there were different movies different tv movies different like straight to video movies that happened up until i believe like the mid 80s uh maybe even the late 80s and then they stopped for a while uh zombie island was the first straight to video movie they did under the new branch the warner brothers branch after warner brothers bought all the rights to everything from hanna barbera and Mm. then it led into a couple of others so like this was the next follow-up it happened the next year it was shorter it's an hour and seven minutes including credits so like an hour an hour like a solid hour um 15 minutes shorter than the other one but it to me this one feels somehow longer yeah i don't i mean how did you feel about the length um, I mean, <laughs> I was very tired last night, so that the the other one felt a lot longer because of that. Um, <laughs> but there it does kind of feel like it just keeps going and going. Yeah, this one, I mean, it feels more tight. It feels a little more kid-friendly than um, Zombie Island. Zombie Island felt very dark. This one feels a little bit lighter. Yeah. But this one doesn't have a, a typical plot, like this one has it has a plot, it has a story, it has a mystery. There's and then a lot of afterwards it's just like, oh, and by the way, this. Right. So I'll give you the three, two, one countdowns. If you haven't seen the movie, you can go see it. It can be rented probably on Amazon Prime. We watched it through the Xfinity app. Um, but if you haven't seen it, go see it. Three, two, one. Great. You've seen it. That's awesome. Um, So the plot is that they're solving a mystery going on in a museum, um, and they get help from Ben Ravencroft to figure it out right at the end. Ben Ravencroft is a writer character who's actually based on Stephen King. Oh. Um, Yeah, based, like, so he's got a, he's based in the Northeast. Um, Obviously, this is Massachusetts. Stephen King is in Maine. Um, But then he's a horror writer. That's what he's primarily known for. And he's also kind of based on the look of Stephen King back in the late 80s, um, early 90s. Got, like, a mansion and shit. Yeah, yeah, a mansion. I, I meant more of, like, the... The long hair and the ponytail, the glasses. Also that, yes. Um, anyway, he helps them. They go to his hometown, and while in his hometown, uh, there's a ghost going on. It's the ghost of Sarah Ravencroft, who is actually an ancestor of Ben, accused of witchcraft. Uh, and she was, you know, dealt with back then, basically killed uh, for being a witch. And it turns out that it's just the people in the town making up this ghost to, like, boost tourism before yeah. they have, like, a big event. And then they figure that out. And suddenly it's like, well, actually, here's where you would find her book. And the secret is, I actually am evil. And I just wanted the book to release my ancestor, who actually was a witch. (laughs) And it's just a big fucking, like, I don't know, turn on a dime right there at the end. It is, because you get this very, like, friendly feeling from Ben the whole time. And then suddenly... 
Like, as soon as he leans down to pick up the book, you can see that he's, like, uh, super malicious. I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. Which, there's not really a hint to it before. If there was, it would feel less out of the blue. I was reading they weren't originally planning for there to be an actual ghost. Um, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if, like, the original plan was to lengthen things and it just to be to discover that it was the town doing this. Yeah. But originally, I know there wasn't an actual ghost, but they decided to put an actual ghost in it to keep with the theme of the first video, or the first movie, which had an actual ghostly figure, um, which I think is a, a cool addition and a cool thing to yeah. go with. But uh, the it, way they brought it about was a little weird. Yeah, just kind of abrupt. Still, it's good. Like, oh, my God, Tim Curry is you can't get better than that. Yeah, you can at all. He's actually apparently in a later one, one that I've never seen, um, called something The Goblin King. Um, <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see him again. You just, you gotta love hearing his voice. It feels like he's a ho- he's a Halloween staple. Yeah, so absolutely. It felt nice to hear. Um, what do you think about Shaggy in this one? I mean, how is his voice? It seemed better. I don't think I really paid attention to it as much, and, and probably because it was someone else. <laughs> yeah, I like, it has... It's back to the similar cadence that I felt like Casey Kasem brought to the role and that just had that style versus there wasn't as much that felt screechy to me in this yeah. one that, that happened in Zombie Island. Um, the rest of the cast is still the same. So like there's not any change there. This is one of the first times you see um, Velma have an actual like romantic interest in somebody. Um, it's also the first time that you kind of get a solidified view of Fred and Daphne's romantic relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I feel like everybody just knew that always, forever, but I don't know. I guess I haven't seen, like, since I was a kid, I haven't watched the TV show. I'll do that later, so we'll see how that comes out, I guess. Yeah, and I had, I don't think I've seen many of the ones from the nine or the 80s, so I don't really know if it's progressed in the same way there. And our viewpoint is just from what we know now. Well, I mean, this is this was the 90s, so this was 1999. I, I meant the 80s. I corrected myself. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, this movie's from 1999. Uh, the one we watched last night was 1998. Mm-hmm. The next one, I, I'm debating on if we're going to watch things in release order or if we're going to watch my top three. <laughs> and then we're going to start going back to release order because technically there's... After this one, one that deals with aliens, and oh. then I believe it's Cyber Chase. Um, my top three are Zombie Island, which is goes to Cyber Chase. Okay. The aliens one is pretty good. I just don't remember it that well. Well, there's only one in between. Let's go in order. All right. <laughs> we'll watch the aliens. Um, uh, it was really weird to me seeing um Ben and Velma just because. Like, you can't really tell an age difference between them in the movie, but it felt like there was. That's one thing I want to figure out. Like, they always call the group the meddling kids. And in the last movie, we've got it where Fred and Daphne are out on their own touring the country. Right. Like, have their own TV show. Yeah. Like, how old are they? Are they in their 20s at this point? I feel like they're in early 20s. I feel like that's kind of like the canon of what this group is meant to be at this point. But I could be wrong. The dynamic between um, Velma and... Ben was still weird to me. But. This one, of course, had another moment for me that is just classic Scooby-Doo, 
which is the eating a lot <laughs> montage of Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah. And obviously, like, you don't talk about the food in this one as much. I, I feel like every time I see them eat, it makes me want to eat. Just makes me hungry. But the thing that I love is when they have, like, the big ham and then they pull it out and it's, like, one little tiny bone at the bottom. <laughs> that didn't go through the whole thing of ham. Right. And he, like, eats a hole in the center of the ham somehow. Um, and then the giant turkey at the end. This one's just, I don't know, it's got a lot of gags. And I see how it became a little more childlike in this one compared to the other because this one felt like it had more gags. Yeah. Than the first did. I mean, the first one, of course, had all the chases, but like, I don't know, this one just felt more gaggy in the way that I like Scooby-Doo. You like to see those things. Yes, you do. It definitely felt, I mean, I like both movies a lot, but it definitely felt more in line with like the feeling of Scooby-Doo that I'm used to. Um, What do you think about the Hex Girls? This is the first appearance of the Hex Girls. They appear again? Uh, The Hex Girls do appear again. I believe it's in a later movie that they appear and then they were on uh, one of the TV show iterations for a little while. Okay. Um, the Hex Girls are actually really popular. Like, growing <laughs> up, I, you, if you watched this movie when you were younger and you didn't have a crush on the Hex Girls, you're a liar. You're yeah. just a liar. I did not watch this movie growing up. As you will learn with most of these, I did not see any Scooby-Doo, really, maybe some of the TV show, until, like, high school and college. Ruh-roh. <laughs> um alan introduced me to a lot of them uh so i i fully agree with that statement i feel like anyone that watched it growing up would have been like hello hello Uh, (laughs) i think they're great i'm very excited that they show up in more everyone who was like emo in high school cannot cannot say that they didn't turn out that way because of the hex girls (laughs) And what's crazy to me is I didn't remember this is like they're eco goth. So their whole thing is about the environment. Yeah. And even the last song that they sing is literally about just like, hey, we want to love the earth and keep the earth okay. And it seems too weird that like we're so far past that and still people are having to struggle and be like, hey, we should take care of the earth. <sighs> Come on. Listen to the Hex Girls. They knew what they were talking about. They did. Um. <sighs> The music in this one, like, I like the Hex Girls. I like the two musical moments. It's not as catchy as Terror Time, but I (laughs) still enjoy the music from this one. I am trying to remember if the next ones have musical moments, but I don't remember now. I mean, while we were watching the movie last night, you said every movie has a musical moment, which maybe isn't true. Musical montages, but, like, Uh, as far as an actual, like, sung song... I can't remember now Say what's that coming up. Ten times fast. A sung song, a sung song, 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 sung song. I don't know how many times that is. We're gonna count it. I think I passed. I think you did. Cool. Uh yeah, I just the music in this one, not quite as good as the the zombie island. Still catchy, but like it was easy to forget. I which which of the two songs was your favorite? I think I liked the first one more. The Hex Girls, where it's literally, yeah. like, their name in the song? Yeah. I forgot that, like, one of them was, like, the daughter of someone from the town. I forgot they were even from that town. Yeah, it was kind of sudden. They didn't really explain that before she went, oh, hey. Well, they said they were local, but, like, being from Oak Haven, and then suddenly it was just like, Daddy, I was very confused, but then it was like, oh, yeah, they are supposed to be from this town. 
But if they're from this town, how come they've never met Ben, who comes back every single year right? for this time of year? I mean, I get that he's like a big dude, but considering one of them was like a, a daughter of one of the prominent people in town that Ben knew se- seemingly Not knowing, very well. Right. Yeah, that was weird. I'm critiquing your writing and your plot holes. Can't fix it now. It's 21 years later. Oh, that I 22 feel years old. later. Moving on. Yikes. <laughs> uh, so out of five, what do you rank Witch's Ghost? I think, I, I think I'm also going to give it a four. Okay. After seeing it again, I'm going to give it a... I'm going to say a 3.5 out of You went a five. whole point and a half down. I went a whole point and a half down. You really don't like it as much? It's not... I mean, I don't like it as much as the first one, but it's also like seeing it now, seeing how the plot is just kind of... It is all over there. the place. <laughs> like, I, I like the part where they're figuring stuff out. That feels Scooby-Doo. But then it's just... It feels like there's a whole lot of buildup for something that suddenly has no buildup and has no... apt Like... Has no relevance, because even when they figure out who it is doing the ghost, the very next scene, the mayor walks in to Ben's house, and Ben is just like, what's up, mayor? And it's like, you were fucking furious a a couple of minutes ago, and now you're just like, (laughs) anyway, what's up, guy? How you doing? Nobody gets in trouble for it, which I guess they're not breaking any laws, technically. No. They're just doing a tourist trap thing, which isn't very good considering all the tourists were around and the ghost didn't show up until after they left. Like, what are you trying to do? Why is this ghost out here in the middle of the night when the only yeah. people here are the Scooby gang? They kind of messed up their tourist trap. You ruined it. The town's burned down. Uh, what are you going to do next year? Probably the same thing again. Yeah, that's that's fair. No, Nobody wrote about it in the paper. There's no news story about anything like this. They did just end the whole thing with a dude technically being murdered, but, like... Yeah. Because nobody's going to look for Ben Ravencroft if he's, like, this great writer. Like, I feel like if Stephen King were to make a witch appear and then got sucked into a book and then that book was burned, someone would ask questions. Yeah. Someone would be like, man, the cocaine industry in Maine is really down right now. What's going on with Stephen King? I mean, that was back in the 80s. But like, well, okay, the eighties, everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, Stephen King did so much in the eighties and like early nineties that he actually has books he doesn't remember writing. Oh, fun yep. fact, everyone! Fun fact, another fun fact: you can buy Stephen King stories, uh, he has short stories that are for sale for a dollar that you can like option to turn into your own movie, film, theater, anything for just a dollar to get the rights. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so this this got an average of 3.75 stars. That means in our overall ranking of movies so far, Zombie Island is at the top with an average rating of 4.5. This is number two at 3.75. Let's find out by the end of this with all the movies where they all rank. All right, we'll see you later, everybody. Rachel, you're going to give us a uh, an outro soundbite? Am I? Uh, boo? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hosted on dimlywit.com.